Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. I'm Lamar, and on this podcast, I'm joined by my friend Joshua Washington. And on this episode, we just wanted to get together to have a conversation as two black Christian men as we talk about life, God, relationships, both of our proposals this year, and our upcoming marriages next year. So we had a joy having this conversation, and I hope you enjoy it as well. God bless you. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, uh, listening, wherever you're listening to, morning, noon, evening. Uh, Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. This is Lamar Gibbs. And just in this episode here, I'm just gathered with my friend, Joshua Washington. Just wanted to chop it up, just talk about life, talk about our relationships, both as engaged Black men, uh, and just wanted to talk about Jesus. So, Joshua, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for being the great friend that you've been. Thank you for uh, um, just, you know, being who you are as a Black man, trying to be successful, man, in, in, in this crazy world right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, bro. And, and uh, same to you. And so just tell people a little bit about yourself, for those that don't know. Okay, so um, as as he said, um, my name is Joshua Washington, and um, I'm 34 years old. I am uh, I, I from the Bronx. Um, I was born and raised in the Bronx. I currently, right now, I'm I'm working. Um, I work for Spectrum. Uh, I do sales. I kind of work outside in the street and knock door to door to people's homes to try to um, sell them cable, internet, phone. Um, services or whatever. Um, so right now I'm just um, just trying to grind. And, um, you know, I was recently engaged. I'm recently proposed to my girlfriend. Yes, Her yes, name yes. is Mother Allen. And we um, we went to, we all three of us actually, me, Lamar, Antonetta, we all know each other from Nyack College. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know. For sure. Um, I, was, I was a freshman at Nyack in 2005 very, very long time ago. <laughs> um, and um, we actually met in 2006. I don't remember when I met you, though, Lamar. It had to be when 2006 you because you, you got in there a year before I did. So I came in in 2006. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 For those that don't know, though, um, my major was... So, I actually changed my major twice. It was social work in the first the first freshman year mm-hmm. and then um I was having a hard time so I changed it to like sociology mm-hmm. um so um I actually did end up finishing graduating um I graduated not too long ago it was like 2018 Definitely. Congrats. Um, because thank you thank you because um you know I had to keep going back and forth I had some money issues mm-hmm. so um yeah, I, I was determined to finish and just, you know, get a degree, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, I, I definitely know what you mean. Even for me, going to Nyack, I went to Nyack for two years, and I left in 2008, and that was just part, it was basically because of financial issues. I personally, when I started, I took a, I was starting with a double major, and then after getting financial advisement from a professor that I'm pretty sure you know, Francis Chan, 
uh, Frank Chan, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he advised me. He's like, you know, you're already at a Christian college. You can go to seminary if you wanted to. So just stick with uh, the particular major that you want, and then you can continue on. And so I ended up doing that, but ultimately ended up having to transfer. So I definitely understand financial situations, you know, delaying it. But it's the definite salute to you for continuing to persevere and, and, and keep on and do it. And so uh, with you getting that degree, you so you got the degree in sociology, right? Well, yeah, it's um, it's it's the degrees in interdisciplinary studies, but it's under the sociology social work bracket. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Basically, and, it's liberal arts more more so more than anything else. Gotcha. Um, and so I know for me personally, I went to school to do computer science. Ended up transferring. Uh, went to a school that has now since closed down, uh, Globe Institute of Technology, and. You know, so for me personally, I've had the experience of actually graduating with a degree that I'm not currently using right now. Uh, so is, is that pretty much a similar story to you um, in graduating? Um, do you see yourself using it in the future? Like, just tell us about that. Um, so, so Antonetta, she, um, she graduated with, um, she actually graduated from Nyack College and then she graduated with a, um, with a computer science degree, I believe. And then she went to Pace University right. and she graduated with um, with a, a teaching degree. Mm. And, and it was a master's degree actually. Mm. So um, she's now working in a, in a, a preschool okay. where she teaches and stuff. Um, it's a private school. She doesn't work for the DOE or whatever. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so she um, she's actually doing something that she didn't really wanted to go to school for because mm-hmm. she really wanted to use computer science as like a, a career path. Right. But now that she's like teaching and dealing with, with students and stuff, it's still something along the lines of what she wants to do, but it's not like, it's not like it's like all the way there. So like, I'm just using her as an example because like we, you know, we're together and we don't, we, you know, we, we're not both of us, have our degrees and we don't really use it mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. our advantage right now. Right. Like I'm working for a company right now. So mm-hmm. I'm outside selling, you know, like being a salesman. Right. So to answer your question though, um, no, um, I'm not. That is actually a similar story to me. Like, no, I'm not doing anything along the lines of my degree. Right. Mm. Have you ever felt, this is like a sidebar. Have you ever felt any type of way about not using your degree I know for me, it made me think it was kind of surreal for me because of how much when I was younger, how much I spoke about my passion for doing video game design. That's really what I was taking computer science for. So right. you know, did you do you experience any type of like feelings about that? Or was, was it kind of like you just chalked it up to like, you know, hey, I graduated. My path, to, my life just took a different path. Um, when I was real, when I was like young, when I first like dropped into NIAC, I was like, yo, I want to get my degree. It was more passionate. Like, it was more like, it was more or less of, of what you're saying. Like, you know, I wanted to um, graduate with like, you know, 3.0 and, mm-hmm. and get the degree that I wanted to get it in. And I'm actually like, yo, I should have did it in either sports management mm-hmm. or I felt like I should have been a teacher. But mm-hmm. because like social work, bro, it's not 
you got to get a master's degree to like actually make money. You For know? sure. Yeah, like I, I've worked in a couple of schools myself and, you know, I've spoken to these guys like social workers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, they have two or three master's degrees. bro. Mm. And, uh, you know, right now you don't really want to keep going back to school, put yourself in a hole, you know. For sure. And then just a quick shout out to all of the social workers out there. Um, they're one of the essential mental health professionals, along with because as, on Thoughts of Redemption, that is one of my core uh, passions is talking about mental health. And so, you know, my heart goes out to all of the social workers that uh, play an integral part um, in the mental health uh, of the community. Um, and, and, and it does take a lot. You know, I know a, a few social workers. I know that it takes a lot of schooling, you know, to really get your foot in, in the door, so to speak, um, and to really make some inroads into what you want to do as a passion and, and being able to, able to serve the community like that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I just, you mentioning, uh, you wanted to, you, you, just you mentioning the thought that you had of possibly doing sports management or that you should have done sports management. One of the things that I have noticed about you, um, is that you, you are passionate about sports, man. And, uh, I've seen it through your posts on social media and everything like that. So, you know, you can talk to us a little bit about, how that passion for sports pretty much started and um, favorite teams, you know, let us know. All right, cool. It's funny how you bring that up, man. Cause um, you, a lot of people, like, I feel like this, like when I'm, when I pass away and I go on to, to mm-hmm. glory with God, mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to remember me from being the sports guy. Cause I'm telling you, <laughs> I love sports, man. I, I, you know, growing up, it was a way out of being in trouble. Like, cause I'm from the bro, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the hood. Mm-hmm. I'm from like the projects and, you know, the, the low income area. Mm-hmm. So one of the main reasons why I, I, I dedicated my life to like, you know, part of my life to sports is because to be honest with you guys, like it kept me out of trouble mm-hmm. and it, you know, like, you know, going outside on a Saturday morning, in the summertime and playing ball with your boys that live in the block, you know, and, you know, you guys just play, play a couple pickup games, two on two, three on three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started being into sports by watching it with my dad because he was a big baseball fan mm-hmm. and, and he like, he likes football too, but he was like a big, 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 big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, I'll run it down for y'all. Like, all right. So my favorite sport, Number one is baseball, and I get it from my dad. I know my my number two favorite sport is basketball, and mm-hmm. then my number three favorite sport is is football. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was at Nyack, I actually tried out for the basketball team, and um, wow, what what an experience that was! Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these guys were very encouraging. The coach was very encouraging, but. Um, you know, it was tough because they had a lot of guys coming on scholarship and um, me being a walk on would cost money and everything like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would really had to com- had to compete with other players making a team and doing a lot of different things like that. too. You know? right. There's one gentleman from Nyack that actually made it as a walk on. His name is um, it's Edward Beasley. I know him. Yeah. 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 You remember him? Yeah, I remember him. 
Yeah, very, very, very nice, nice gentleman, man. He was, he was, he was so cool. Right. And um, I used to talk to him about like how he made the team and stuff, and he was just saying, you know, it was just God. You know, mm -hmm. it was just God. He prayed, and you know, God blessed him with the with the opportunity, and um, he was able to, you know, travel with the team and play games and different yeah. things. You know? Right. So, I don't know if they really granted him money, but being that he was able to play was, was something special, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Yeah, man. I, I you know, like I like I said, I I could definitely see the passion um for sports with you um i love watching sports myself um you know i, I stay watching espn I, I think um if i was to measure it i don't like to really compare but if i was to measure it like i, I wouldn't say that i'm as like into it like all the stats like i know stats don't get me wrong i know some stats but like, i'm not like deep deep into the stats and all that stuff i can't like you know drop it at the drop of a dime you know what i mean but i do love watching it um i love watching basketball football uh you know me and my dad you know we'll watch it um it's, it's so funny like just sitting there watching with him because he just for me i'm like i, I just want to watch the game and it's kind of like you know he's he's excited and he's talking and it's like I want, it's, i'm just trying to pay attention but it's, it's great though it's great being able to sit with your father um and, and to to watch the games and even by yourself just to watch it as well um yeah you know it's, it's a great experience for sure yeah and, like um one of the other things that I do want to do, though, before I, um, you know, before I don't want to just give up the whole sports thing, mm. but um, I, I, you know, because I, I did coach for for a certain amount of time. And it's true, I you did. did. Yeah, yeah, I did, man. Um, back in 2015, 2016, mm -hmm. um, I was working for a school called Urban Dove in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, it's called Urban Dove Team Charter School, and. Man, I'll tell you, man, I was a, I started off as a, um, as a security guard. Mm -hmm. And then there was a couple of times where, um, they had like, what happened was, was that they had like people get promoted and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, what happened was, was that I was playing in a basketball game and the coach was like, you should be a coach. Like mm -hmm. you're pretty good at, at playing ball. Mm -hmm. So, but I ended up being a, uh, um, like an assistant coach for them because I coached, I helped coach them softball. I helped coach them basketball for, for boys and girls. Okay. And the same thing for soccer as well. And flag football, by the way. Nice. nice so I, I kind of want to do a little bit more coaching too. Like, but I, but I kind of, but you know what I really want to do? Okay. I want to do what you're doing. I want to do, a, I want to create podcasts. Oh, okay. And I want to have people on there and we just talk sports. We talk a little bit more about everything else, but we talk sports. So mm. thank you for creating this, man, because that's why I wanted to, you know, be a, be a guest on here to see how you run things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, man, yeah, no, I'll no, be happy to talk with you more about that. And, and you know, it's I, it's not even like I'm getting paid to do this. It's like, it's not a plug to do this. Like, it, genuinely, Anchor, Anchor was the app that actually spurred me on to even start a podcast. I was like, y'all offering all of, the, all of this and for free? All you need to do is use your phone and whatever equipment that you, you need or that you want to use to <laughs> start a podcast. And you can just, right. you know, it, it's just great. They offer so many tools. And, and so, nah, man, I would encourage you. I think you would do great with a, a sports podcast, man. It, you know, you have your passion. And I, I know that you can get 
guests and, and have great conversations. Um, and so I would definitely encourage you to do that. Thanks, man. I definitely I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. I'm going to just look into, um, you know, how to how to start it. And I might even use Anchor. Who knows? Yeah, man. I would encourage you to I do might. that. That's that's great. I got to get I got to find out, you know, a couple of guests. And, sure. You know, I'll, I'll work it out. We'll work it out. For sure. For sure. All right, man. So let's just pivot to, uh, of course, you mentioned Ant- Antonetta, Antonetta, and and um, yeah, I just want you to to share a bit about uh, you, like you mentioned, you recently proposed to her, and wedding planning is is, is already underway. And so I just want you to talk a little bit about your relationship, but as as well, so also I want you to talk about just the perspective that you had in uh, preparing for the proposal and your experiences with wedding planning. I know it's a lot, so we could just break it down, but just yeah, no problem. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so first of all, I just want to say, um, you know, I've known Antonetta for years, man. I've known her maybe just as much as long as I've known you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've known her for since 2006 when she came in. Okay. Um, so that's about 14, 15 years going on. Mm-hmm. So um, we actually used to talk while we were in Nyack in school. Okay. Um, many folks don't know, but we dated and, and talked and stuff. Um, but I really don't recall what happened um, during that time. I guess we was like, because that's when, because um, her, her crew was for the, and this is for all the Nyack people that, okay. that are going <laughs> to tune in and listen. Her her main crew was um Paris, Katara, um Zakaira, and Kelly, I think. Those were her crew. That's that those were her all her girls, right? Okay. So um yeah, she used to always like be like in the in the in the cafeteria and we used to like talk by Simpson, you know, mm-hmm. before we had the curfew or whatever. And sometimes we like go over to each other's dorm, but I was living in Dunbar at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she was living in, I think, Simpson. Right. So, um, yeah, we just basically reconnected. Um, we reconnected like, like early May, I believe. It was early May. You know, I saw her on Instagram Live, and mm-hmm. she was like promoting her business. It's called um, Paparazzi. Okay. And she was selling like earrings and, and rings and stuff and jewelry and different things, right? Mm-hmm. So um, she basically hit me up and was like, um, you know, how you doing? And she shouted me out on the live as well. Mm-hmm. And she inboxed me and we just started having a conversation. And I'm saying, and I asked her if she was single. And she was like, yeah. And I said, I'm single too. And I was asking her, you know, if she was dating and whatnot. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, she's not really dating, but she wouldn't mind talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked her to go out on a date with me, and she was like, yeah, sure. And we just ended up going to Brooklyn Bridge, and, you know, I drove all the way down here to Brooklyn. I was in the Bronx living with my grandmother at the time. Okay. All the way down to Brooklyn. We went to Brooklyn Bridge a couple of times, to the park. We went to dinner a couple of times. Um, we sat by the rock, by the water and the rocks, and we just talked. Mm-hmm. Um it was fun, man. It was good to have those moments back. Mm-hmm. Now, the engagement part. <laughs> so, um, it was it was June. I don't remember the date. I believe it was June 5th or 6th, right? 
Okay. Myself, because I I had to meet all her her all her church family. I met her mom, her dad, mm-hmm. her brother, her sisters. Right. I met basically the whole family, including mm-hmm. church family. So, I was like, I'm gonna just, because when we went to um Tennessee, to visit her dad, which was like mid June mid June ish, mm-hmm. we went into um Zales, and we did like you know, ring measurements for our fingers and stuff. Okay. So we did kind of like ring shopping. So when we got back, I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. Mm. So I went, went to Zales and got it done, man. And then when I got the ring, I was, I, I told one of her sisters in Christ, um, you know, I got the ring, I showed her the picture of it. And I told her that I wanted to propose it to her for her birthday. So her birthday was August fifth. Um, that just passed this past right. August. Right, right. Man, her sister, Lashonda is her name. She okay. hooked it up. <laughs> she had everything hooked up: the tables, the food. Wow. Um, it was in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, you're from Brooklyn. I was born in Brooklyn, but I'm actually in Queens. You're in Queens, okay. So you're not really too far. Yeah. So yeah, so her sisters, man, that her church family hooked it up. They got the food, the tables. They told me where to propose to her by the gazebo, by the water. Wow, oh man. man, I cannot wait. And then um after that was a that was one heck of a day, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then now to the wedding, right? So the wedding is going to be on the thirteenth of February. Chosen by Antonetta. Okay. Um, I just kind of went along with it because it's like right next to Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. You can do an anniversary gift and a Valentine's Day gift. You got your four <laughs> cutouts for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Price them on, right? Right. So um, due to COVID, she was like, look, we can only bring like, you know, 20, 20 people, um, mm-hmm. you know, per 20 my people, 20 of her people. Right. Um, so we're gonna do it in a, in, a, in a church in Yonkers, hopefully, God willing. And um, it's 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 a church that um, her sister is one of her sisters in Christ. She knows a lot of church people, by the way. This girl is like, like <laughs> famous in in the church, man. Like That's I kid you not. Anybody that knows Antonetta, they know. Like first of all, she loves God, mm. and second of all, she's like big on like church. So she's gonna know a lot of people. Mm. Um, so anyway, she's um, she got a connect in in Yonkers, and we're gonna do it there. Okay. So um, hopefully, if you know, God willing, we'll get everything straightened out. Um, you know, we've been saving and stuff, so we're just basically basically we're just worried about the whole COVID thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, God, 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 God has everything under control. For sure, for sure, man. Oh man, this is beautiful, man. Uh, it's, it's just great to to know that, um, you know, you two were able to get together. God brought y'all together, and the season that y'all were brought together in, uh, and just the way that the engagement and the proposal worked out. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a beautiful thing, and and I am praying that everything works out well for the wedding date, and, and you know, I know, you know, you're going through the whole COVID uh, planning and wanting and worrying and and not so much worrying, but just making sure that everything works out well. 
uh, it's, it's definitely a concern of mine as well uh, with me getting recently engaged. Um, yeah, congratulations to you, my brother. You, right, you came right behind me. I did. I did, bro. And I saw you. I was just like, man, I got to it's coming. I, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I, I, I do it right. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, cause I always wondered about that. Like, like taking, uh, taking your girl, uh, ring shopping and, and, you know, sizing up for the ring for me, it was actually different. I actually didn't take Vanessa for those who don't know and, and listen and, uh, Vanessa is my lovely fiance and I didn't take her actually ring shopping. I actually, guessed her ring size i didn't guess it all the way right because it's a little loose but um you know i i was pretty close so i was actually seven baby a seven <laughs> if, 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 hey listen when i went mm-hmm. when i went to zales mm. the lady was like let's just get a seven because when i went when we did this the ring measurements in tennessee mm. first of all that was like a week or two after I kind of forgot what her ring size was. Mm. So it was, the girl was just like, get a seven. And I kind of remembered that she's, she does um, measure a seven because when we did it, um, she sent me a picture of it mm. and I, I kept it. She might've deleted it because she didn't want me to guess to, to remember or whatever. She didn't mm. want to remember, but um, right, right. yeah, I, I, um, I kept the pick and I was just like, look, I'm just going to get that seven. So now she wears the ring. I asked her how it fits and everything. She says it's fine, but it does look a little loose. Okay. So um, for the wedding, I'm going to, I'm going to just get a seven and a half. Okay. Uh, I think, I think that would be because, because it, it doesn't have to be perfect because you know, women, they'll tell you anything like, Oh yeah, babe, it's fine. It's cool. But I can clearly see the ring coming up and down from your finger, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So you know, I think what's good. What is good though is to is to aim high rather than low because it's easier to take off rather than to add on. Um, but yeah, man. I, I think and for me it was it was intriguing uh, for me because it's not like I went in to a jeweler store and then I picked out the ring. Like no, I actually did my ring shopping online. I used a site called James Allen and did my ring shopping online. It it was actually a beautiful experience uh, with James Allen. Uh, It sounds like I'm doing promo for all these different companies, but just talking about my experience, y'all. It was just a great experience being able to to see the ring visually. uh, And, um, you know, I I, I shared a little bit more of my my story. By the time this podcast comes out, I'm pretty sure it's going to be out. Uh, But me and my fiance, we actually did a YouTube video speaking about our story and so just keep a lookout, y'all, for that. Uh, if it's out by then, uh, yeah, y'all can look and, and, and see on my Thoughts of Redemption page. I'll, I'll be sure to share it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it, it was a great experience being able to look. The first ring that I got, I actually didn't like the ring. I saw the ring, and I was like, oh, this is too small. I actually have to go bigger. Um, she's not going to like that. And, and so but the next ring that I got, once it came in, I knew instinctively that that was her ring. And, you know, for those that can't, you know, visually see the ring um, and haven't seen photos of, of it or anything, it was actually a rose gold ring. And that's one of her favorite colors. Her favorite color is lavender, but that's one rose gold is like one of her favorite colors. So I was like, I was excited to get that type of ring, 
because you don't usually see rose gold, and so yeah. it it was really special for me to, to to get that for her. Nice, nice. Yeah, we, we. Hey, look, man. As long as as long as you were able to um make her happy, that's all that matters, man. Yeah, you man. know. Yeah. And I didn't mention this either, but I actually did do the ring shopping online because oh. um, because I mean, but I it was like basically I I just. I just looked for the ring online and then I just picked it up at the store. That's basically right. what I did. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. No, because it was still during during the whole COVID thing. Right, makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. So, man, how has a uh, wedding planning been though? Um, just I know you said you mentioned that you have the church and everything, but how has that process been mentally with trying to whittle down that guest list because? That, that's been an issue for, for me and my fiance as well. Like, you know, you, you're thinking about how much people to invite or, how, or what people to invite and, and et cetera with, with the diminished guest list count. And so how has that experience been with you from the guest list to the, the venue, which is the church that you're doing it, the reception, you know, all of that stuff. How has that been? So um, it's, I'm going to be honest with, with you guys. It's, it's really been stressful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, me, I, I try to be a person that don't make excuses and whatnot, but um, it's very, it's very stressful now, especially during COVID because, you know, we're concerned about, you know, people in their safety, we're, we're concerned about people coming, we're mm-hmm. concerned about, uh, well, we were concerned about the financial structure of, a, of the whole wedding, but um, sure. her brother is actually a wedding planner. Wow. So, Actually, she knows a couple wedding planners, her brother and one of her sisters, one of her um, sisters in Christ. Um, And then also one other thing that's been a little stressful was um, the the whole apartment finding a house issue. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? When once you get married, it's you know, you want to live together with your spouse and then, you know, you want to find a nice area. And, you know, we already debated that we're not going to you know, we're not going to live our whole lives in New York City. So mm. that that's already been been concluded. So that's the good thing about that. Mm-hmm. But um, we just had a little issue where, where we were going to go because um, she wants to stay close because, you know, she teaches in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Me, I work in Queens, so I don't mind. Right. So, um, you know, Yonkers was an option. Jersey is an option mm-hmm. and Queens was an option. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that all of that together has been a little stressful, but the wedding is, 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 is up and running and we got everything pretty much going on. Nice. Um, we might have to move the ceremony back, you know, cause, um, you know, the whole guest list is, uh, we have to reconstruct that, but, um, for sure. As, as far as us, you know, going in front of pastor and, and, and saying saying we do, that's still all in on and gonna be yeah. you know, that's still gone. So Right, right. Yeah, man, I, I definitely feel you on that, bro. Um yeah, I continue to pray that everything, you know, is able to work out well with that. Um and so, you know, just from, from man to man, like what has been what can you tell me has been the most eye-opening, I guess, aspect of you being in a relationship? So basically, 
It's like, what has being in a relationship and beginning engaged and everything, what has that exposed about yourself and how has God shown that to you and how has he helped you to deal with that? So, um, so growing up, being that I was raised up as, as the only child, for those of you that don't know, I do have a sister. Um, but I didn't know that I had a sister until I was about like maybe 16, 17 years old. Okay. So, um, I was raised by my grandmother for those that don't know as well, because my mom and my dad weren't around. So I was raised up as a single, you know, child or whatever, didn't have any, you know, siblings or whatever, didn't have many friends. So I was told growing up that I was kind of selfish. Right. So when you have these, um, you know, these, these kind of things that stick with you, when you get into a relationship, it's kind of like, you got to like deal with it and just put that to rest Mm -hmm. and God will show you how to do that. Mm -hmm. So being with Antonetta has really helped me because, um, we, we communicate a lot with each other. Mm We, um, we, you know, we talk, we, 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 we allow each other to understand that you know, that we have each other's back and we're not going to be by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a lot of Bible study together. Mm -hmm. Um, We pray together, of course. Right. And um, we we communicate, man. That's that's the key because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not praying and you're not communicating with your your companion, you know, when issues arise, um, things things may not always go, go, go the best way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as a man, um, I'm glad that I have somebody that's willing to allow me to be the man because a lot of relationships today, I don't know if you um, are aware, but and you, sh- I think you're aware, Lamar, but a lot of relationships today, um, when you're the man, a lot of things, like a lot of people tear you down when things don't always go your way. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely get that, bro. I definitely get that. And I, I think even with that, I just appreciate Vanessa for the kind of woman that she is and and her desire to do things in a Christ-centered, uh, godly way, um, you know, to have the man, you know, be able to lead. And that takes a lot of trust. And, you know, one of the things that you shared, like, really resonated with me growing up, you said that people t- mentioned that you were selfish. And I actually received that as well from my family. And and it was a truth that was uncomfortable uh, to accept. And I think that, you know, a lot of times, you know, for any of us, uh, you know, it, it can be very hard to accept those things that are not uh, good. It doesn't, it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. Um, and, you know, one of those things was, was actually, you know, selfishness, but like maybe not so much selfishness and wanting to give, but I think more so, just the, for me, it, it's been the tunnel vision that I've had. And that has really been exposed uh, right along with my, my stubbornness um, and pride. Right. And the thing is, I didn't see how prideful I, I actually could be until being engaged with conflict uh, with Vanessa and my stubbornness and my defensiveness would, would kick in and, and I would, you know, be quick to to be defensive and, and even when I didn't need to be and, you know, in, in line with, with bad communication uh, on my end, you know, not being clear on things and, 
And as a leader, that's really important. Uh, being clear, giving vision, giving direction. And so, right. you know, when, when you encounter those things and you, you, you see yourself uh, as a fallen person that you are, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, okay, biblically speaking, we're all fallen. We're all imperfect. But when you see the way that those imperfections show up in your life and how it affects people, um, it's, it's a really hard pill to swallow. And, 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 you know, I'm thankful to God uh, for his covering. I'm thankful to Vanessa for the way that we continue to grow together as a team, um, as we grow together, at, you know, as a unit. Um, you mentioned that you and Antonetta, y'all pray together and y'all read the word. Um, me and Vanessa, we, we literally have a prayer night uh, that we set. And, and to be honest, she was the one that actually suggested it. So, you know, I, I really give a shout out to her. I know she don't like being in the spotlight, but I'm just going to say it. Um, I give a shout out, shout out to her for that. She's been such a blessing uh, to my life, uh, just such a blessing in, in, in things being exposed and things, things that needed to be dealt with, comfort levels that needed to be extinguished so that I could continue to grow. Um, so I can, I, I can really identify with, with those things that you're sharing, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's a blessing, man. You know, thank God. Uh, you know, thank God for her, man, because um, you know, you, you only receive blessings. You know, every everyone may not receive uh, uh this, these blessings that we receive. You know, so we have to um thank God for them at all costs because um, you know, for me it was tough, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I I you know, Antonetta and I we both thought we were gonna just end up not being like with anybody. For, for, for long times of our lives and, um she's not really the most talkative type of person okay and um i'm not really the type of person to really just go up to a woman and just um you know be aggressive even though that's that's kind of like what we have to do as men mm. um but you know you know what i would say you know, assertive assertive yeah mm-hmm. you know what relationship really helped me um not really a relationship, but when when I dated this person, okay, it really helped me. Um, do you remember Karen? Yes, I do. Yeah, when I dated her, that really helped me because, um, she was a person who wasn't really talkative at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. and I had to really kind of um, like pull teeth to get her to like have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. So. Now that I kind of have, like, you know, I have the same, not really the same situation with Antonetta, mm-hmm. but um, because she talks, but now that I have, but she also quiet too. Mm-hmm. But now that I have, like, someone who's kind of like me, but not really like me, mm-hmm. like quiet, but not so quiet, mm-hmm. it kind of helped me learn how to, like, deal with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... You know, thank God. Thank, I, I praise God for that that woman all the time. Yeah. Um, she's very, very special and dear to me, and um, I love her to, to, to the life of me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. I, I think that, you know, one one of the other things that has been very helpful on um, being in a relationship is is the covering the community uh, that's been around me and Vanessa. And you know, I shared the story with people, but just to share on the podcast here. One of the first things that God was speaking to me about over us was this phrase. Um, There's two words, we're covered. And, you know, time after time after time, uh, throughout different moments of our relationship, 
God has shown the truth of that statement through the community that he has had around us, whether it's our respective churches, Christian Cultural Center, which is being my church, um, and, and her church, uh, which was Hope Church Astoria, um, okay. you know, just those communities, um, just the people in those communities, being able to have them as resources when I had to actually share uh, with my leaders and share uh, with her leaders, just to be able to have conversations about, okay, what we're working through or having conversations about, you know, my own uh, um, things that I needed to confront or deal with. Um, it was very important. And, you know, um, it was, just, it was a transformative, it's been transformative just to have that. And I've even been challenged by her, by Vanessa um, in, in developing the friendships that I have with other men in my life and being more intentional with that. And so I, I've just been able to see just a blessing that I, that has been, that has been in my life, man. Wow. Praise God for that. Yeah, bro. Um, you, you, um, you have mentioned your church. So I, I wanted to ask you, so, cause, um, cause she goes to a different church and I go to a different church, right? Okay. So um, I just was mentioning, I just was um, hearing you mention that, you know, you go to one church and then your, your fiance goes to one. So when you guys get married, we're going to stick with one church, right? Like you're gonna, you sure. guys are going to stick with one church? Yeah, for sure. And we've actually, that's what we had to, to do. We had to, you know, start to transition to uh, coming together uh, to one church. And so, you know, she's going to transition and come over to, Christian Cultural Center and so yeah man I it, it was definitely a, a lot of conversations that we had to have um and trying to work through that type of transition because it's not easy man it's not easy trying to you being committed to one church and, and or separate churches and then being able to come together and choose the church that you wanted to go to so yeah we definitely had to do that even in doing the premarital course that we did uh, we decided to you know commit to CCC together yeah, I was saying um, no because um, Antonetta and I are actually taking um, marriage counseling courses as well, okay. and we actually had several. And man, I tell y'all, we had several conversations about church. Mm. And hey, look, her church is phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal, and um, like, cause she goes to the Cathedral of Hope for All People, right. I go to Church of Revelation in the Bronx. Her church is in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Mine is in the Bronx, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're going to live with each other, obviously we have to come to an agreement on where we're going to go to church at and whatever okay. the case may be, where and stuff like that. So right. she said, hey, look, if you're the lead, you're the head, wherever you go, that's where we're going to, that's where we're going to go. Mm -hmm. So um, I still haven't really, Cause she's really involved in her church. Correct. Like she's like a um she's like a first of all she's a missionary, she's a usher, she's a treasurer, she um she does the she works with the youth, mm -hmm. um she does youth service, she does a lot. Mm -hmm. So I can't just bring her out of her comfort zone because of my, you know, because of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously that's something that she has to talk to pastor about as well. Mm -hmm. So, but, but we're still working on it. Um, but we've talked about it, and um, she's come to a conclusion that you know that it's it's time to leave her church anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, she's been like basically raised up in that church for 
like almost 20, 30 years. Wow, wow. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's definitely a decision to make, man. It, it, you know, considering all the factors um, and just being discerning and considerate of, you know, the way that your wife feels and, and everything. So, you know, totally understand that, bro. Um, but yeah, as, as we you know, begin to wrap up a little bit, um, you know, we all know that 2020 has been uh, uh, quite a year for us. Uh, so just a, a quick on the spot question before we go. What's one word that you'd use to describe 2020? One word to describe 2020. Yeah. You know what? I was I will use this word. Blessing. Mm-hmm. 2020 was a blessing for me. We just talk about me or are we talk about in general. You know what? We could do one for, word for you and one word in general. How about that? Okay. And that word could be used for, for, for me and general, but mm. I, I won't be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, 2020 has been a blessing. And I'll tell y'all why. Number one, I'm still alive, healthy, no COVID. I have a job. Um, uh, you know, I have a car, whatever. I'm, 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 in the survival mode, right? Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of people that are not people that are lost family members so, due to COVID or whatever. Yeah, job losses. Um, but let me tell you, I met my wife in 2020. Mm. I got a new car in 2020. I uh, moved out of out of my grandmother's house in 2020. Mm. Um, I let me see what else. I have, um, I've gained new family, you know, in 2020. Okay. So listen, 2020 has been a blessing for me. Yeah. But generally speaking, I would say 2020 has been challenging, although Mm. due to COVID and, and, you know, we're just now starting to find a vaccine and, you know, but we don't really know too much about it because it's new. And it has, it's going to have side effects. And I think right now they're talking about, um, you know, the discussing whether or not people are going to have to take it or, you know, make it mandatory and, or not. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, what about you? Yeah, man. Um, it's always a hard question to try to narrow it down <laughs> to one word. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but I, I would say for me, um, I think the one word that I can come to mind is is, is faithful, uh, just the faithfulness of God throughout all of the circumstances. Um, you know, because there's even circumstances that I haven't shared publicly yet that I, I look forward to actually talking about in, in detail. Um, but God has been faithful through shifts and through disappointments, through the good times, because I, I know a lot, a lot of people can often talk about faithfulness when there's a lot of negativity and there's a lot of, of, of struggle and and things are overwhelming, but God is faithful even when things are great. Um, and, you know, yeah, man. experiencing the greatness of just being engaged, uh, you know, experiencing a lot of blessing and, 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 and just his provisions and um, just in, in his protection. Um, you know what I mean? And, and God has blessed me even yeah. with my family. My mom, she actually had COVID earlier this year and she had recovered. Thanks. Thanks. Thankfully. Um, but, you know, God has been faithful even in the losses. Um, I lost my uncle. Um, he passed away recently due to COVID. 
And of course, there's a lot of people, a lot of our friends have loved ones. Uh, a lot of friends have friends that have passed and, and it's just a lot. And so faithful, God has been faithful. Yeah. He's been consistent. And whenever you search for him, you're able to find him. And, and it's a promise and it's, it's a fact. And I'm so thankful yes. for his faithfulness. He, even when we've been faithless, even when I've been faithless, even when I have, like I mentioned earlier about, you know, me and my fiance going through stuff that we went through. He's been faithful. Even when I don't show the kind of character that is Christ-like in certain moments, he's been faithful. So faithful, faithful. that's the that's word. It, man. Yeah, man. That's it. Yes, sir. Faithful. All right, Joe. Good, 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 good work, man. Yes, man. It's, 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 been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been good, man. God is good. So, man, all right. So before we end off, uh, just you can share any, any information for anybody that would want to contact you. Let them know, bro. All right, so um, if you guys want to contact me, y'all know my Facebook. Um, well, for those that don't know, right. my Facebook is uh, my first name and last name, Joshua Washington. Mm -hmm. um, my Instagram is jwash183. I'm not going to give my cell phone number on here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but, but um, you know, if you guys ever want to contact me, you guys can reach out to me. You could send me an inbox or whatever, post on, on a post. Um, and, you know, just... Let's, let's just keep it going, you know. Let's keep God first. Let's keep praying for one another. Let's let's try to do the right things so that we can have a good 2021. Amen. And as always, y'all, celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. If you want any more information on Thoughts of Redemption, you can check out all the social media handles. Instagram is Thoughts of Redemption. Twitter is underscore T-O Redemption. Facebook, the Facebook page is Thoughts of Redemption. Search it, it'll pop up. If you want to email me, thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com. And last but not least, the home of Thoughts of Redemption is thoughtsofredemption.com. You can check out all the blog posts and all, all information available there. Um, and so we thank you for thank you for your time, Josh. And we thank you for listening, y'all. God bless. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. Thank you so much, Lamar, man. We'll catch up. Yes, man. sir. God bless you. God bless you, bro.